Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into our boardroom chat. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis, and we want to welcome you here to our table. Hallelujah. What a blessing of the Lord. I hope you're enjoying this little set. Kathy worked real hard on it. You like it? I hope you do. I mean, she, she's always doing some kind of decorating somewhere about something going on. Anyway, it's such a blessing of God. We just want to be comfortable today. Yes, yes. Well, I, I, you know, I want to talk about something. You know, people have said this to me many, many times, and I... And, and I've talked a little bit about it, but I never really got into in-depth on it. And everything I've touched in my life has prospered. I don't mean that pridefully or arrogantly. But there's a reason why, because I always got a scripture for what I'm saying. Because if you don't have any foundational truth, you got problems. Sure. Then it becomes an opinion. And there's nothing wrong with opinions, but I've always said there's opinions are transitory forms of thought. They float on the ocean of life. They change with every wave. In other words, if a, if a different wave comes, it's going to change the opinion. But I found something in the scripture that's really ministered to me many, many, many years ago. When I build things or, or you know, when I'm doing things or whatever, where I'm involving other people in what God has told me to do. Mm. And I want to go to the book of Psalms. Very familiar scripture. The book of Psalms, chapter 1, verse 1. And I like the first word. It says blessed. Right. Which means empowered to prosper. In other words, there's such much power in that word blessed, right. yet people misunderstand it. They just think of it as money. And that's one small facet of it. But I mean, because you, you, know, you could have tons of money, but if you're physically sick, you can't go nowhere. I mean, you think about that. that you know, you're not a blessed individual. It says this, blessed is the man that walketh not mm -hmm. in the counsel of the ungodly. And I've said this before in other boardrooms, not this... Maybe I use just hit this verse every once in a while. Blessed or empowered to prosper is the man or the person that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. That's a very big statement, which means this. Ungodly people can only talk to you in the natural realm. They cannot deal with you in the spirit realm. They can't hear the voice of God that you hear because you are born again and know Jesus as Lord. So what happens is don't let that voice change the voice that you're hearing from God, especially when you're building a building. Mm -hmm. For example, when we built this facility, I was very careful about who I hired. My contractor was born again. Spoken tongues. People say, yeah, but this guy over here, he's the best in the field. I don't care how good he is. Is he saved or is she saved? Do they know the Lord? Yeah. Well, uh, well no. Well, they may give you good, quote, advice on something physical, but how long will that last? Because that can change just that quick. But if God is telling you to do this and you've got someone telling you to do something else that's not born again, why are you listening? That's why people are not blessed, Kathy. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. I'd like you to read that and amplify just that statement. Okay, it says, blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous, and enviable is the man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly. Wait, the, well, no, it, the, it has a bracket okay. <clears throat> for that. It says following their advice, I, their plans, and purposes. I didn't know that was in the Amplified. Mm -hmm. Do you have it in the Passion Translation? I can get If it. you can just kind of push that all and the, or the message, all the of them. Passion it. says the tr uh, what delight comes to those who follow God's ways, they won't walk in step with the wicked. Okay, following God's ways. How can you, re why would you receive uh, information or advice from somebody that's following God's ways? They cannot lead you in God's ways because they don't know the Lord. So when I built this building or I built this campus, they call it, whatever, Jesse Prince mentioned, and it's a global ministry, I made sure that everybody that I was dealing with had some kind of understanding of why I am doing this. Hmm. See, so they can understand that my uh, understanding's coming from God himself because I wanted to be blessed, uh, envious. What's that, uh, the other one, uh, the Amplified? Uh, they're uh, happy, fortunate, prosperous, yeah. and enviable. I wanted all that, see, so I could be a success Is going somewhere man. to succeed. You see, there are a lot of people who are success. They're okay. success-minded, but they're not succeeding. Why is that? Because they may be receiving information from people that they should not be receiving from, even though they may be that person they're receiving information from may be the best in that field. He said, where do you, that was, you got to find out where do you want God to bring you? And if you can't hear his voice, you're going to wind up on a lonely road, lost, 
and you won't know what to do. So it says, blessed, empowered, to prosper, the men that walk and not in the counsel of the ungodly. When you do the Bible study here, on top, uh, uh, how, do you, how do you put that all together? I know one thing, you always go to the Word of God. Actually, it's all based on the partner letter that you write. You need to that watch, comes from God. You need to watch one of those. I need to watch one of those things. Yes, <laughs> uh, I need it's to. based on the partner letter that you write. I write out a Bible study notes that's divided into so four, you steal four my, different So you steal weeks. my stuff. Actually, no, I don't steal it. <laughs> I let you I know. I just thought I'd say that. <laughs> Get a little rise out of the moment. <laughs> well, we're just taking it a little deeper. Yes, yes. I mean, oh, you oh a little deeper. Praise God. The <laughs> deep, call it the deep. <laughs> We divided, I divided it to four weeks, and people can download it. And right. many people have it as a home Bible study on the paper, but some of them share with me. So you're receiving the, the counsel of God as you break down my partner letter. I as do. God's speaking I know, to you many times about I'll, what I said. I'll take it a little deeper. Maybe I'll get a definition, or maybe I'll bring another translation in on the rather than so the one you So another translation used. is a deeper thing? Well, it's, or another it helps definition you to understand is a it a little well, to me it is. Okay. It, it gives me a deeper understanding. I'm not saying that you're not deep. Don't, oh, no, don't I didn't say that. Did I say that? You're deep. You're deep enough. But you can just do so much in one page letter. This is spread out over the whole month. People take right. one week out of the month. They'll take it. And they can even go deeper from where I'm at. Because I believe the Holy Spirit will breathe on it. People's hearts are in a different place. Their needs are different. And so this thing is, there's no limit to what really, really what God can okay. do as they so, study the Word of God. So it says, blessed is the man that walking not in the counsel of the God. Listen to me. That's how you can build your home debt free. That's how you can get out of debt completely. By going to the Father God and say, I need to know how to discipline myself. I need to hear your voice. And people say, how do you know the voice of God? Well, there's a scripture that says, my sheep know my voice. It didn't say believe my voice. Yeah. Because there's a fa it's, a, it's a much deeper meaning to know yeah. God's voice instead of just believe it. My sheep know my voice. And a stranger, they will not follow. Which means there are strangers out there. Right, right. See what I'm saying? And, and they may be very intelligent strangers, but what did God tell you to do? I'll never forget one time in front of the executive office many years ago, a man walked up to me, real nice guy. He said, hey, brother Judge. I said, hello, how you doing? He said, listen, the Lord told me to uh, do this, and I, I, what do you think about that? I said, but what are you talking to me for? He said, what? He said, what are you talking to me for? I said, did the Lord tell you to do that? He said, yes. I said, well, you're burning daylight, man. You don't need, you don't need an opinion from me. Do you know God spoke that? Well, I think so. Aha, you think so. Now we're getting into the natural. Mm -hmm. You don't really know. You just think so. Yeah, so you're still in the soulless realm. They're looking for a confirmation. I remember but there I was a time that, that someone uh, came to you and said that they felt like God was calling them into a different type of a ministry. Mm -hmm. And they were married, and you asked, asked them, well, is your wife in agreement with you? Now, that's a very important part of that equation. He said he was 100% sure. And his wife was? 99%. Right. You know what I told him? Don't go. He did, and he got a divorce. Messed up. See, you got to be in one mind and one accord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Mm -hmm. So how can you be blessed? You see, now he, he wanted to receive counsel, and I'm a godly man. I mean that pridefully. But when I asked him the question, I'm 100% sure. I, I said, great. What about your wife? She's 99%. Don't go. Yeah, but she's not. I said, I don't care if she's 99.99999. God said, one mind, one accord, which means you cannot put a separation in between the two. Why? Because you want to be blessed. Mm -hmm. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. They, they, they got a divorce. He got out of the ministry. It was just the craziest. And I'm talking a very talented individual. Who was already in a good place Great where he was. Place. But he was looking. Sometimes, you know, you've preached a sermon years ago, the grass is always greener. The Over the septic tank. <laughs> is that what the greener the grass? No, <laughs> the, greater the, the, the greater the deception. Yes. And we're talking about. You know where I got that from? The, I know where you The got greener it from. the grass, the greater the deception. I preached that. There was a woman on, I don't know if it was CBS, NBC, or ABC. Her name was Irma Bombach. She was a, 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 a well, she was a commentator, a but she would columnist. She had. A wit about yeah, really a great wit. sharp wit. And she said, the grass is always greener over the septic thing. <laughs> and I thought, well, that's true, because there's a bunch of rotten stuff there. You know you understand what I'm saying? So I tell her, the greener the grass, the greater the deception. That's what happened a lot. He looked over like this and saw the green grass of Sodom. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and he probably got some advice from people that it wasn't godly advice. Yeah. He could have asked Abraham, but he just he no, followed he his own asked his wife. desire, and it wasn't. Yeah, maybe. And, and she, his wife was a mess. And it turned out to be a pillar of salt. See what I'm saying? And, and it's sad to say that, not, not against her in any way, shape, or form. But I'm just saying, you got to be very careful when God tells you to do something. What information you're receiving from? Mm -hmm. Or for God says, I'm a prophet. Okay, but do you prophesize according to this word? See, a lot of people are going looking for prophecies all the time. Let me tell you what you look for right here. Mm -hmm. Now, thank God for prophecies, and I believe and I receive prophecies. Don't misunderstand me. But it better coincide with this, because if it doesn't, you got trouble coming your way you never thought of. Mm -hmm. Now, this is amazing to me that you can be a Christian, love the Lord, and get in the way of a sinner getting saved. A sinner getting healed. A sinner listening to the voice of God. How do I know that? Let's keep reading the verse. Blesses the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. I have seen Christian people stop people from getting saved with their attitudes, with their character, yeah. with their uh, boasting or whatever they want to call it. You know, I know more than you and all this kind of stuff. And all this person wanted was to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in standing in the way of sinners. See, you, you can't walk up to people and say this. You're going to hell. How do you know that? You're judging them by what they do. But you see, God don't judge them by what they do. He judges them by their heart. Right. What is in the heart of man? Because what's in the heart of man is what's going to manifest in the man or the woman wherever they go. Right. You know, in the see? Amplified, it says, nor stands, and it says, submissive and inactive in the path where sinners walk. Yeah. So it's, you could be living for God and love God yourself, but maybe you're not the voice for God that you need to be in that place where that sinner's watching you. Right. And so I believe you, they, in that way they hindered that sinner or that person that doesn't know <coughs> God from finding God. And I think that, that verse could mean several things right there in that part. It could mean that they, they agree with the sinner's path. Well, I had a guy. stand for God. This is kind of a crazy uh, analogy. I had a guy say, Brother Jesse, <laughs> he said, I love the Lord. I said, I don't doubt it. He said, but you know, the Lord made the weed. The Lord made the marijuana. You know what I'm saying? He grew, he grew the weed. And, uh, you know, so I think it's all right to smoke it. What do you think about that? I said, I can't answer that question yet. He said, why? I said, because you're not old enough. You won't receive. So you're thinking constantly in the soulless realm about how you feel about something when it's got nothing to do by what you feel. It has everything to do by what you know in your heart that God is speaking to you. You see what I'm saying? He's too soulless right there. So if I ain't give him a question, he, 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 he going to give him an answer, he won't be able to handle it. It's like a baby can ask for, I mean, a two, two or three-year-old boy can ask for a motorcycle at three years old. Now, he can't drive it, but he can ask for it and have a flaming fit if he don't get it. But if you train that boy, grow him, grow him up to 16 years old, he can become a motorcycle champion. You see, there's a lot of things that happen that you, you have the ability to ask God, but you don't have the ability to receive it yet. Because you haven't grown to that point to understand what blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the, God, of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. I've had some preachers tell me, this, it just blows my socks off. Well, you just got too much mercy on them people. Well, <laughs> well if I sow mercy, maybe I'll get some mercy. Jesus, God said he's merciful. See, I don't put myself in God's shoes. Now, I will tell people, thus saith the Lord when he says it. You see what I'm saying? then it's up to them to receive it. But see, a lot of times people can't receive what they're asking, not because they're dumb, but because they're still in, their mind is not renewed. They're in the soulless realm of how they walk and talk in their Christian attitude. Yeah. See, that's why there's such a, you know what causes church splits? The soul of man. Mm -hmm. Everybody mad at everybody. What you laughing <laughs> you at? You know, I'm laughing because, you know, here we are, it's about 45 years of you preaching. 45 years. I've heard a whole lot of your messages. And every time when we do these conference, these little uh, chats, <laughs> I think of different messages that you've preached, that you've addressed those I'm subjects, and been in depth about God. it. And, and you've had some great titles over the years. Like you know, what? And, and we've—I remember all this because you know what? I typed out that first list, that catalog list, uh -huh. and on the typewriter. And you know, over the years, you know, it's it's grown. Of course, a lot of people are maintaining that for us. But in those early years, I remember you preached a message called "Get the Wax Out." Get the Wax Out, yeah. <laughs> and that was a, a funny <laughs> message, but that's really what's happening. All People my messages were very funny then, but they had a point behind they it. They always did, but there was a, something inside 
blocking the voice. You can't hear God. Maybe you think you're hearing, get the wax but out. it's like muffled. Get the wax out. <laughs> get you Do a you big remember old Q-tip. Yeah, yeah, rip it out. No, yeah. Q-tips are bad. Haven't you heard that? <laughs> I heard it just that. Just shoves yeah. the wax farther in. Well, well I did. I used the Q-tip to clean my ears this morning. <laughs> Holla, maybe that's why I can't hear Catherine. What did she say? What did she say? <laughs> But, but I mean, yeah, I, that's a hindering thing. I, 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 yes. And in, in the natural, you were talking about a natural thing, but it parallels spiritually because there are things that block our way, our hearing from God. Maybe, in fact, I was talking with someone yesterday about this. You know, people say, oh, I'm not hearing from God. I can't hear his voice. Well, you know, you need to go back and think about what did he tell you to do last? Did you do it? No, maybe you didn't do it. Well, then he's not going to speak again till you go back yeah. and obey what he's told you to do because he's not going to waste his I wanna, voice. I want to ask a hard question. Someone some, who won't obey. Some of you are believing God for your family to get saved. Are you standing in their way? Or are you showing them the way? That's a whole different thing, see? Yeah. One thing about you, when you started witnessing to all of us when we were all were heathens, Kathy first one that got saved. Now, she was pretty blunt because she didn't have a lick of sense because she didn't have <laughs> any. But she was just to the point. She'd say, Jesse, you're going to hell. Mm -hmm. She'd be on the road a whole year. She ain't seen her mama. She'd go down there and see her mama. She'd say, mama, you're going to hell. I saw all she had was a hell message. And, and I thought it was a hell message, but it was a hell message. You know? I said, you sure you're not saying hell, Mary? No, no, no. you're saying hell, you know. But, uh, but as you begin to uh, read the word, get in the word, you begin to understand the blessing of the word. You begin to be able to show people well, really, that was, they needed Christ. Right. In other words, instead of avoiding hell, you wanted them to get their mind to get into heaven. If you can get their mind walking toward you know heaven, what? they'll avoid the hell part of their life. I'm they'll not, quit the sin. I'm not sorry. I think no, more I people need to know that there really is a true Oh, there's hell. a hell. You know, I never thought about that till I got born again. And then once I got born again, all of a sudden it's like the reality that heaven was real, so therefore heaven is real. Well, hell must be real too. And so I just didn't want anybody to go okay, there. Let me ask you a question. Did you ever feel bad when you was a sinner? Because you never sinned much or nothing. What does that even mean? <laughs> well, I want to know. Inquiring <laughs> minds want to know. In other words, I always told when you told me, told me you got saved, I said, well, what changed? You ain't done nothing. <laughs> I mean, Kathy was a good girl, you know, for all that time. She's just, you know, just nice person, that kind of stuff. I mean, I just, I just, I just, 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 just didn't sin. And I thought, well, what's changed? And you said. You should know that by now. Maybe yeah, you ask me I know it. Then, I'm asking so you could know. tell them. Okay. So tell them. Well, I had a heart <laughs> change. My life, I mean, all of a sudden. God was real, and the reality of that just exploded in my heart. No, you know, let me tell you what you told me. I'm a, I was going to hell not of what I was doing. Uh, yeah, that's what I told you. But my rejection of Jesus because Christ as Lord as and my Savior. Lord. And I heard about Jesus, and I, you know, was a little Catholic. We got married in right. the Catholic Church, and I knew that Jesus was real, but he wasn't real to me. And I didn't accept him as my personal Savior until that moment in my life when I was actually presented with the gospel in a way that I could relate to. And I think I could hear that wax had come out. I got My you. heart was open to him. I was probably crying out because I was living with a heathen. It's true. She was. <laughs> I was a heathen. I just didn't know it. But I got born again. It changed everything. Changed my perspective. And You was a different a level heathen than I was. <laughs> I mean, I was really down on a, on a totem pole. I mean, I was but in we were going. That's what I tell you. We're going to the same place. But we were it going to the same place. There's a lot place. of people that's that correct. think they're okay because they live a good life. And I'm glad they live a good life, but that's not going to get you into heaven. What's going to get you into heaven is accepting Jesus Christ in your heart. It's the certificate says, of salvation. The Bible says you believe in your heart <laughs> and you confess with your mouth. That's the, the Lord certificate. Jesus, that's the certificate. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... you don't even have to say it in those specific words, but right. the fact that to you believed him. him in your heart, confess him with your mouth, say, Jesus is my Lord. Amen. And you know, that doesn't mean you're perfect in the, in the natural. You're still going to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. There are some disciplines you're going to have to apply to your life. There are some truths that you're going to have to find out in the Word of God and measure up to. You're going to have to get the old way of thinking <laughs> out of your head and start believe and renewing your mind to the Word of God. See, let me explain something about what Kathy. All she had was a hell message because all she knew. <laughs> but she said it with love. I know. Thank you Mama, you're going, that. you're going to hell, but in love, not like you're going to hell, you dog, devil, you know, that kind of stuff, which proves this verse. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. But you know, no, wait, let me finish. Nor standeth in the way of sin. This, watch this. Nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. In other words, scornful. you wasn't scornful. No. Even though that was a pretty hard thing to say to it someone. It was a love but you message. Yeah, you wasn't scorning them. Well, you know, it was John the Baptist's message. He went about saying, repent, 
for the kingdom of God is at hand. They Amen. had to change their way of doing things. And then Jesus took up that same message when John the Baptist was in prison. The Bible says he began to say, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. So that's a message that hell is real. You don't want to go there. God is, is real right. and you need him in your life. Now, you know what? I was just thinking that. Even though you make fun of me and say that all I did was tell people they're going to hell, like I told you, you're going to hell. You did the same thing. When did I when do you that? Got, when you got born again, because you, your testimony, I've heard it many times. You said you went to the nightclub. Remember, you had prayed the prayer with, with Billy Graham in the hotel, because I told you, Jesse. I just repeated you. <laughs> you. I said, Jesse, why don't you watch Billy Graham with me? And I, you said, why would I want to do that? With another, I heard a whole lot of other words attached to it that we can't say on hey, I camera. I used to cuss a lot. I had to learn a new language. <laughs> and so I said, well, look, he's... He's pulling more people than you are. He's got a whole stadium full of people. He must be saying something. And that, that got, and it wasn't a condemning got thing. He no. got your attention. You weren't scoring. Listen, I wasn't. And it was just truthful. He must be saying something. Once you listen. Well, you, you see that man that said I, did, I had too much mercy? He's scornful. Right. He right. was being scornful. In other words, he didn't want them people to get saved. He wanted them to die and go to hell, but it's your time. And they got a lot or of people. Ananias and Sapphira, kill them all, God, right in the church. <laughs> you know, that's scornful. And there are a lot of people that are scornful of ministers. I was just thinking about that. They're scornful even of us yeah. because we're proclaiming the gospel because they really don't know God. No, they, we can't they, listen they, to the scorners at all. They're scornful of us because of that first word in Psalms chapter 1, verse 1. We're blessed. Right. Oh, God, they can't stand that. Well, back to the point I was trying to make. We can come back to that. But yes. I want you, when you went to the nightclub that night, you, you got up and you say you started singing, instead of saying the worst of the song, you said, everybody in, in this place is going to hell. We, <laughs> See, did, we opened up message. the show with Sly and the Family Stone, I Want to Take You Higher. Did anybody know this song behind the camera? I know it. Feeling getting stronger. Nah, nah, nah. Come on, move well, he bit. didn't want me to sing usually anyway, but no, she he does that because he played the bass. He's always humming the bass line. He'd say, Kathy, you know that song? And he starts humming the bass line like I'm supposed to do it. No, all I hear is the lyrics. So I instead of anyway, that's someone that did da 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 So the whole place is doing it. The mirror balls kicking. And I'm supposed to go, feeling getting, you do it with the rock boy, feeling getting stronger. But I went, everybody in this place is going to hell. <laughs> People went like, they're drinking, they went, oh, man, we're going to hell, man. Whoa. What is, See, I mean, it, they all turned around because they were expecting to hear the words. Mm -hmm. But actually, when I said it, it wasn't scornful. No, it was the it, truth. It was, a, it was a message of compassion. Well, the drummer said, grab him. He's smoking dope. He's tripping out, man. He's messed up. You know what I'm saying? You can speak the truth, but speak the truth in love, the word tells us Amen. to do. And when you do that, you're going to get the results now that's, that God wants now you that, to get. How do you speak the truth in love? The next verse. But his delight is in the law of the Lord or in the word of God. Mm -hmm. So in other words, you can talk to people that need to be born again, but you ought to do it in the, in the, in the avenue or the arena of delighting in the word. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something good. Be passionate about yeah. what you believe. Tell me something good. <laughs> mm -hmm. I got all these old songs going on in my mind right now. You see, so it makes people go, wait a minute, because religion don't do that. Religion is a theological wilderness. It's a garden of weeds, man. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to entangle you. I mean, if you think about the Christian world right now, you ask people, are you a Christian? You know what they say? They don't say they're a Christian. I'm a Baptist. I'm a Methodist. I'm a Catholic. Well, that's good. I mean, but, but you know what? That shows me separation. Mm -hmm. See, that shows me separation there. Mm -hmm. I'm a Catholic. I'm a Baptist. I'm a Methodist. I'm Episcopalian, Presbyterian, Church of God. Watch that. Church of God, Church, Church of Christ, Assembly of God, Word of Faith, Full Gospel, Church of God of Prophecy in Christ, Amish, Mennonite. Well, do we have a bunch of all kinds of things that under the title of Christian? You see what I'm saying? That shows me separation. Hmm. When we all should come together in the unity of faith, it didn't say the unity of doctrine. You see, there going to be some people, we're going to believe in healing and speaking in tongues because we have manifested in our lives so much well, and I've so seen it in the and, word and seen well. it in the word. So we see it, but his delight is in the law of the word of the, of the Lord. And in that word, does he meditate day and night? Mm -hmm. In other words, that doesn't mean we're, we're in a little, in a closet somewhere 24 seven. No, but we live the gospel daily, 24 seven. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people only live the gospel when they go to church. Mm -hmm. 
And you know, then their mind's halfway on the sermon and right, halfway yeah. out the door. I've never been able to figure out, church starts at 10. Why do people show up at 1030? 1040. I don't understand that. If your job said to be at the job at 10, you came in at 1030, 1040, they may let you do that once or two, maybe three times. But after that, they're going to fire you. Yeah, and you know, people approach Let's this. stay on that for a minute. Yeah, why is that? Why is that? What is so let me interrupt you. Okay, yeah, you can interrupt. <laughs> why is so important? Why is your job so important that you got to be there on time? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm making somebody mad right now. Wait a minute. Excuse me. Because you couldn't have the job without God giving you the job, giving you the health of the job, giving you the education and the brains to do the job. And yet, you throw him on a back burner. Mm -hmm. That don't make no sense to me. And the, now, you know, People can be late. I'm not saying that. But I'm talking about it's become a habit. You see what I'm saying? And that's wrong. When the Bible says, forsake not the assembly of yourselves, it means, in other words, you should be in that whole service, not just a, the part you like. Don't shout me down. I'm not being scornful. I'm not, I, but you know what? When you do that, you show a pattern of the people. Maybe someone is there, and they're on time, and they're coming to get saved, and you're not there, and God was going to use you to bring him to the knowledge of the truth, but you wasn't there. You see what I'm saying? I'm not, I've always, I'm not saying it because I'm a preacher, but I've always wondered about that. Nobody likes to be late. Don't you hate it when they say the president is coming to speak to us? The president is coming to speak to us. He'll be here in five minutes, and that's an hour. The president <laughs> is coming to speak to us. It, it, it's aggravating, isn't it? Think about that for a minute. But that means they don't delight in the word of the Lord. And part of the word of the Lord is praise and worship. Right. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Part of the word of the Lord is the announcements of what's going on in his house. The offering time is a all, time of all worship. Of it. The all of it. All these different things. But what I was trying to say earlier before you didn't let me interrupt oh, you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> well, it's okay. No, but I think I'm the same vein. I was going in the same direction with, as you. But uh, so often we people approach God halfway yet they want 100% of God when they need him. But we need to put God first in every area of our life so that when we get to a place that we have a need, we'll be able to hear him clearly. There won't be any obstructions and Amen. problems in their life. Well, you know what he says? I want to read verse 2. But his delight is in the law or the word of the Lord, and in the word doth he meditate day and night. And in verse 3, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That means this person that delights themselves in the word, Watch this. They're not receiving counsel of the ungodly. They're not standing in the way of sinners. They're not sitting in the seat of the scornful. They are receiving the word of God. Bring it out. God said he's, he or she is like a tree planted by the rivers of water, rivers of water, which means they are refreshing. They don't Continue, have any, Continually being refreshed. Yeah, they don't have the brown leaf on them. Because they're staying in the They don't the have all right this stuff place. on you. They don't have right. dead limbs. They're refreshing. It's a blessing. You know, right. I really believe in the Garden of Eden, if you just saw the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and the tree of life, there ain't no dead leaves on it. Of it was not. beautiful. Right. There were roses with no thorns. Just fragrance and beauty. Isn't that amazing? I used to love to wear those things. When, uh, when it was proms, they would put a boutonniere. Yeah, yeah. boutonniere. And they would bud. put a cassage either yeah. here or on your wrist or wherever, you know. Well, not you wouldn't wear it on your wrist. No, no, not me. I don't wear any of that. But I'm talking <laughs> about the boutonniere. I used to like, and I like it sometimes in weddings, they'll give you a a white rose or they'll give you a red rose or something like that, you know, whatever. On your lapel. On your lapel. And it's really pretty and it's really nice. And uh, see, and, and you see people, it's amazing how they'll take their lapel and go, they smell it. Why? Because it should be fragrant. Are you, are you a person that smells wonderful in God's sight and in people's sight? Well, if you're standing in the way of sinners, there's a stink about you. Hmm. If you're sitting in the seat of scornful, you're really stinking. You're certainly not blessed because you're not receiving anything from anybody godly and you're wondering why you're having so much trouble in life. Hmm. You see what I'm trying to say? But when you are a delight, then you should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Watch this. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season, which means you're pleasant to be around. They're gonna be, you, you, you're a food for people. They love that. You know what I'm saying? I've had people say, taste this bread, Jesse. I love a good cook, mom, because they put their, you can tell them, they put their soul into that ball when they're going at it. And then it says, that, I mean, you leave, and whatever, whether, whatsoever you do, you shall prosper. Now, I don't want to sound arrogant and cocky, but, 
but I'm a very prosperous man. And I don't mean that privately, spiritually, physically, financially. I'm not being arrogant here. Why? Because I do what this says. I delight myself in the word. My God, I, I, I don't receive counsel from the ungodly. I don't stand in the way of a sinner. And I don't sit in the seat of a scornful person. And I don't mean that pridefully. You know, Jesuit Plans Ministries is designed to do one thing. Reach people, change lives, one soul at a time. Mm -hmm. Pretty simple. How come you have not had a financial deficit? Why do people give or become partners? Financial. And a lot of them do. Why? Well, I haven't broke trust with them. They trust me. I trust them. You heard me say it on the broadcast. I trust you. You trust me. We both trust God. Trust is a very powerful thing. But when it's broken, it doesn't break off in big pieces. It shatters. Mm. Very hard to put something together that's broken many, many pieces. See what I'm saying? And that's why. This, and I, and I, I was just reading this before we started to do this. Some of the, I, I want to read this real quick. It caught me, and if you don't mind, this man hit. We did something called sound doctrine. This is coming from a guy named Sam. I got to read this. Watch this. He says, I'm at the crossroads of whether the Bible that I have been reading and believing is true. Because everything around me is in the opposite direction. I see no fruit. What does it say right there? He bring it forth. His fruit in mm -hmm. his season. Mm -hmm. Ready to bring forth. Yeah. Look, no. He says, I see no fruit in so-called churches or preachers who only shout. Mm. But tonight. Wow. I got encouraged with your topic on sound doctrine. Mm. I thirst so much for God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. One visit from any of them is all I need. Wow. Now, that is not proving That's what I'm powerful. saying. Sound and that is proving this. Mm. The man is just looking for some fruit. Mm -hmm. In other words, be what you say you are. What you preach, practice. Or practice what you preach, however you want to say right, it, see? Right, right. And uh, that's why sound doctrine is so, so vitally important. And when he said blessed, mm -hmm. said, oh, that's all he's looking for. See, the world is looking for somebody just to speak the truth. Not a truth or some truth, the truth. And if Jesus is the way, you can't get lost. If he's the truth, you cannot be deceived. Right. And if he's the life, the devil can't kill you. Yeah. See, he is the truth. And the truth sets you free. That's true. That's pretty simple, isn't it? That's good. Now, I really like Sam, but Sam, I, I, I'm glad that you watched our boardroom chat on sound doctrine. Now, Kathy, I don't know if, I, if this is right, and maybe somebody can correct me here behind the camera. If they want to go back and, and, and go see some of the older boardroom chats, can they do that? Yes. George and yes. Chris, they can They're do that? They're actually on uh, lots of different platforms, including our JDM app. They're, they can watch okay. that anytime without any commercial interruptions, but they can make they can watch the old Facebook. I think YouTube's oh, yeah. ones are still out there. Yeah, all over the place. I, I, I suggest one. Go go back and uh, listen to one called the Hidden Help. It's about angels. It's a blessing. It will. This is all of them. I believe all of them are. But today is especially important, right? Because you know I think we're we're living in the last days. I prayed this morning, and I, I want to deal with this in a message as it was in the days of Noah. So shall it be when the Son of Man shall come. Mm. When is Jesus going to come? Mm. When? When? Don't you think it's time? Yet in the midst of all that chaos, watch this. When Noah was building that ark, he was prosperous. In the midst of all that sin, mm -hmm. he had enough lumber, enough pitch God to pitch it. God provided everything that was needed. Right? All of it. And then God shut the door. Yeah. He didn't let Noah shut that yeah. door. Because when judgment comes, only God can do that. Right. See, the Bible says, judge not, you be not judged. See, so when you understand that, and the reason why those eight people were called righteous, because they delighted in God, right. which is the word. Right. Now, to me, it's kind of hard to understand a whole planet of people gone except for eight righteous. And, you know, what I love, I read something on <laughs> today. I picked up, was it today or last night? I picked up your iPad. And they said the difference between animals and human beings is animals don't let the dumbest one lead them. <laughs> is that a great statement? I don't know well, who said that, but I thought. Only the strong survive, <laughs> You know, they don't let the dumbest one lead them. Mm -hmm. But human beings will do that sometimes. Well, guess where you're going, where you're going to end up? In Dumbville land. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dumbville. We don't want to go there. See, so when you understand, 
You want to prosper. I know you do. Well, if you're building your house physically, blessed the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. When you get people that say, you know, start talking godly things. Find out what they're doing. What did God tell you to do? I really believe God's. Let me tell you, there was a mistake at our home one time when we were building. Now, I don't know nothing about building. I just know how to pay for it. It was Kathy's job to look at, a, and she could understand all the blueprints and all that kind of stuff. So, now, I come walking in, and Kathy wanted to be there almost every morning when they're doing stuff. She walks in with me in the foyer of the church, uh, foyer, of the church foyer of the house. We have a nice home. And, and Richie Pichon was there and all of them. Kathy looks up and does this. You know, I don't know what she see it. Everything looked good to me. She goes, uh-oh, uh-oh, something's wrong. And I said, I'm looking around. Now, see, she delighted herself since she's a child in blueprints and floor stuff. Plans. Taking floor plans. And she said, that's not right. And, and I went, well, it looks right to me. I'm doing that. All of a sudden, Richie, the uh, contract goes, oh, my God. That's not right. Ho. Oh, and what happened is they had cut the steel beams wrong. We built a house that could handle hurricanes. See what I'm saying? And so now we're going to have to do something we don't want to do. <clears throat> now, you're going to help me on this in a minute. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, he said, well, we can do this. God said, no, we ain't doing that. And I knew that if we'd have went in there and had to tear that steel and do something, we got some problems on our hands. So Kathy went home. And she saw this in the morning about 10 o'clock, I guess, something like that. She stayed up all night, all night, redrawing the second floor and took their mistake, and you don't know it's a mistake, and put the mistakes in the walls that you never see. Mm -hmm. And I explained yeah, that the so red, you'll understand the what steel I, I don't The steel was already know. cut and on the property and halfway assembled, most <laughs> enough to see where the problem was. And that's the way the big money is. And so instead, I just moved the walls to uh, the place where the steel was and redesigned the rooms. And actually, it's a better plan. It's a better plan. It worked out good. So even when things look uh, like everything's going wrong, God can show you a way to turn things around so that it ends up even better. Because, you know, ultimately, God well, has... Explain to them about that so people know. What? We're supposed to have 14-foot ceilings at the well, top. I, on I didn't the, think on the you want me floor. to go into that yeah. much detail. But, I mean, that so, was really amazing to me. Uh, she the, saw it. I didn't. Yeah. At first, Richie went, no, no. No, all he said was, all he told me, well, this is what we can do. We could just make sure we could put the hallways can be 14-foot ceilings, which was what the, what the plan was, but I can move the bedrooms down to, to 12 because that's where everything's at. I said, I'm not going to have that. I'm not going to go from one room up and then down. I didn't want to do that. And so, so she moved the 12-foot beams have, in the walls, right? Well, the beams were already there. I just moved the rooms around so and flipped the rooms around so that Twelve. We still we have fourteen foot ceilings everywhere you go upstairs now. Rather than that compromise, right. which is what could have happened at the time, I refused to compromise. I went with the dream that was the vision that I had in my heart to have fourteen foot ceilings downstairs and upstairs. Amen. And it's exactly the way that was, and it's a better plan. Oh yeah, and she because she delights in all them blueprints stuff. Now watch this. Where you do see the beam, she made it look like a coffer ceiling. You know what a coffer ceiling means? That's good looking. Just trim work. Trim, trim work. It looks like and trim. And go, oh, and man. It looks and like it what was it is, planned is a that mistake. way. But nobody knows. They go, man, man y'all really thought this thing out. Rather well, than bring the ceiling down, I just worked with it. And it, the Lord yeah. helped me. That's when all she, I to, yeah, to God be the glory. But, I mean, she stayed up all night to do it. I had my liquid paper and a market using plans, made his copies of them, and then just drew the lines with it be to scale. And, and by doing that... What you did that night prospered. Mm -hmm. And we get all kind of great, beautiful comments and compliments on our home inside. They go, man, look at this. How did you do that? How did you do that? How did you do this and all that? I said, well, Kathy designed it. I'm the, I should have paid her the architectural fee, not the architect. Because he would say, and I'm, I'm bragging on Kathy, he would say that, and Kathy goes, we ain't doing that. You done lost your way of a loving mind. <laughs> this is, you're trying to build your house. Go build your house. You're supposed to be building my house, you see. And so she came up now, with those see, ideas. Now, see, he was a godly man, yes, a Christian man. And Sweet so man. even people sometimes that are Christian and godly, they're not hearing the right voice. You still have to follow your heart, follow what, you know, God is telling you to do. Because sometimes people aren't hearing the way you're hearing. And, and I refuse to compromise. I knew what the vision was. And that happened on, has happened 
on so many levels and so many things we've done. I've, well, I've we, learned, you know, this is the way God operates in my life, and it's happened all along the way. So I, I've learned to not compromise when things are not going the way I have envisioned it to go. I just pause and pray and trust God to show me the right path, and it's worked every time. And I mean, it's, I'll show you how, one time, we actually, he made us fly to Atlanta to look at a house that he loved. And when we walked in, we said, we don't want this. <laughs> we were looking at this. We knew we had a problem here. And so we fixed it. See what I'm saying? But we didn't get mad at him. We didn't scorn him. We didn't uh, stand in his way and things. That, he's in heaven today, you know, and stuff. Like that. But I mean, uh, 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 no, not the architect. The, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, that's right, yeah. And anyway, to make a long story, no, not the architect. The yes. guy. Yes. Part of them, I don't know which one. No. Engineer? The architect. Uh, well, anyway, so, and uh, uh, not that, I mean, we didn't kill him. God didn't kill him or nothing like that. This is years later. Jesse. Well, that's the truth. I'm getting on this thing. Okay. You, the reason why you were able to do that, because you delighted in that kind of stuff. And then you worked it out, and which, when you worked it out, you prospered. Well, you, you gave the example of Noah. God gave the vision to Noah. He told him exactly how big that ark had to be, where the window needed to be, where the door needed to be. Specifics to that, God revealed how it much to, pitch? to his spirit. And I'm sure there were many voices, maybe even in his family, that said, what are you doing it like that for? What are you crazy? Because yeah. he built it like it was a, a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Was it 100 years that he took to build it? Oh, uh, I can't remember I have to now. research a that. Bunch of anyway, years. it was a long time. But he stuck with the plan. And when you stick with the plan, knowing mm. that that's the plan God gave you, and refuse to compromise, even though there may be disappointments or setbacks along the way or a wrong or a message comes saying that's never going to work, trust God, step back for a moment, listen to the Spirit of God, and he will show you the words to pray. He'll give you the revelation you need Amen. to make sure that that vision comes to pass the way that God gave it to you. So what's the plan? Mm -hmm. Blessed, delight, mm -hmm. this is the scripture, watch this, bring forth fruit, whatever you do prosperous. Mm -hmm. That's the plan. That's for your life, spiritually, physically, financially. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? That's what God wants you to do. His will be done where? On earth right. or in earth as it is in heaven. Right. So you should be living here, even though the devil's fighting you like you would be living in heaven. Right. Why? If you understand blessed. Well, why are we living like that? Because we receive counsel from the ungodly. We worry more about what ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, CNN, all them people say. Well, we don't think you ought to have that. I didn't ask you. I'm just walking in the light of this scripture. But I can't expect them to understand that because they, they're not godly people. They may be religious, but they don't know the Lord. It's okay for a Krispy Kreme, or they're going to make somebody mad, to have a plane, or, but no preacher can have one. That just doesn't make any sense well, at all. Well, they don't want that, but you know, I heard that when they had this recent summit over in Europe, you may have heard it, they had 400 different aircraft flew in to all talk about climate change or something yeah, uh, like that. Some yeah, that's kind of... thing in Europe, right? 400 aircraft, 400. and they're talking about how you need to reduce the that's carbon. That's a lot of carbon, that. All 400. So there's such hypocrisy in government right. and, and things like it. We can't listen to those voices. We have no. to follow the voice of no. God. You know, the, the aircraft that the Lord has given us has a purpose behind it. It's to follow the command of Jesus, the commission, which is to go into all the world and preach the gospel. That's the most important right. job, task, whatever you and, want to and, call it, calling on the planet. Yeah, God for me. has That's provided that commission. equipment that helps us to do that. We're flying it's a tool. several uh, different states now, this week. Now, let me tell week. you, people ask me all the time. I've been all over the world, ladies and gentlemen. What's your favorite place? Home? <laughs> I can stay at the house. I got to fly after this. I got to fly out and go minister. It's cold where I'm going. <laughs> I'm a southern boy. See? But it doesn't make no difference. You do what you have to do. And I promise you what I'll do tonight will prosper those people. Right. Because I delight in his word. Mm -hmm. See? And I, I am a blessed individual. And quit thinking about the plane. That's just one facet. I don't know how to fly the plane. I can't fix the plane. But I do know how to buy the plane. How do you know how to buy the plane? Ah, I heard the voice of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And God's word was so true and such a blessing of the Lord. See, so when you understand that, one time I was walking toward my plane and the Lord said, this man needs some help. Brought this man to my mind. So I called his house, talked to his wife. He was dying of cancer. That plane that everybody wants to criticize me over, I flew him. 
my expense to a place where he could receive cancer treatments and stuff. The doctor said if I would not have done that, he would have died. I'll never forget that. And I said, really? Because God said, won't you do something good here? All right, I did. I waited. They said he may not be able to make it back. I said, we'll pray and believe God. Put him, put him on the couch in that plane, laid him, flying him back, and he looked and he said, he could barely, barely lift his hand up. He's so weak and lost so much weight. And uh, he said, thank you. And I said, Kevin, that's what we do. Yeah, this costs so much money. Don't, forget, don't worry about that. That's what we do. See, some of you partners did not know about that. But my partners helped me do that. See, they don't know about the things that I do. Somebody, if you hear stories about crazy stuff, I, I, mean that, I mean, if I did what some of them people say I did, I'd be in jail. You understand what I'm saying? That's just simply the truth. But what you understand, I delight in the word of the Lord. I listen to him. I will not receive from the ungodly. I think you ought to do this. Well, I'll be honest, I don't mean to sound hard. I don't care what you think. Now, I know that's kind of hard to say that, but that sounds like Jesus. He said the same thing. You go tell Herod, you tell go tell that fox, that, fox <laughs> that I'm going to heal the sick. I don't care what he thinks. I'm just following what Christ said, see. And that's what I mean by this. Mm-hmm. Blessed the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So if you want to be spiritually free, financially free, physically free, spirit, soul, body, don't receive information from ungodly people. Mm-hmm. I don't care how smart you think they are. God's word has it's to true. be the last word. That's right. Not, not just a word and listen to all the words. I really say the only word. The last word. Well, it's and the, the last word, but it, it, it's On the it. subject. But what did God say? What, did, what was the His words word will from, not return void. from That's what Old he said. Roberts to uh, Kenneth Copeland? We heard it from Kenneth Copeland. Yeah, he said. He, he says said, three things. He's just like reading, his, reading something okay. while Kenneth was driving him somewhere. Yeah. You want to tell him? You can go ahead. You no, probably ahead. remember it more exactly. He said uh, he was driving. One thing, when Brother Copeland was his driver for Old Roberts, he, he didn't talk to him. He didn't he interrupt knew. him because he knew he had his mind And he went, message. Kenneth, and Kenneth said, I Remember almost three things, the call, yeah. you know. <laughs> three things. He so said, find all, the will of God. Find out the will of God's number one. Right. Confer not with flesh and blood. Flesh and blood. Number three, get it done at all costs. And, that and that's exactly what I have done in my ministry That's for a purpose-driven life. I found the will of God for my life. What that's going to make somebody mad. I confer not with flesh and blood. Why? Because mm-hmm. I ain't got time for that. I'm conferring with the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I get it done at all costs, which means this. Take the persecution. See, because <laughs> I'll close with this. Sometimes I feel like Psalms 3 verse 1. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? <laughs> Many are they that rise up against me. Good. Y'all know it. I mean, years ago, I mean, they were, I was the number one story in the world. They said I had four jets and, and I'm, you know, I'm jetting all over the place and, and I'm doing all this craziness, and, and, and which is a lie. And I, I felt like Psalms 3. Boy, they, they that increase that trouble well, me. Well, you can't stop there. You have to finish. I know. Verse 3 says, but you, O Lord, are a shield for, for me, me. And that's my right. glory and the lifter of my head. So all the arrows, all the darts hit the shield of faith, fell off. I'm still here. Yeah, verse 5 says, I lay down and slept. I awakened again, for the Lord sustained me. This is the Amplified. Verse 6 says, I will not be afraid of 10,000s of people who have Ooh. set themselves against me round about. Right. So there it is, that's ladies courage. and gentlemen. That's courage. See, there's not, one ungodly, there's, not, there's not one godly voice in all them people. But you know what? God has been so good and gracious. I hope you enjoyed today because I want you to prosper. That whatever you do, I like the last... Uh, verse 3 of Psalms 1, whatsoever you do shall prosper. Uh, in other words, you're bleeding for a healing, I want you to be prosperous in your body. Live as long as you want. Mm-hmm. Death and life and the power of the tongue, they that love it shall eat the fruit of. I want you to be prosperous in your bank account. I don't want you to open up your wallet and have an abundance of lack. <laughs> what are we going to do? You live in an economic world, you need some finance because that's what it takes. Right, and you're not affected by things mm-hmm. that are going on in the world like a supply chain. You know, you, you're connected to heaven, yes. not the And you walk into a restaurant and, you, and the Lord speaks to you to buy somebody's meal you don't know, do it. Mm-hmm. Or bless someone, you know, with a nice tip, do it. You can't do it if you don't have it. I mean that, but you can because God wants you blessed in the city, in the field, going in and going out. Did you enjoy today? I did. 
Hallelujah. Can you read one testimony? We only I got it just a minute that. or two. I was just thinking we didn't read nearly enough. This one I was read so one, precious. This one's from Karen. And she says, I'm a 32-year-old mother of two. I've, and I've been watching y'all since I was about six years old. I've been so blessed many times by the Lord's message through you two. I've laughed until I cried and cried until I laughed. And I've learned so much. I just wanted to thank you both. Just remember me and my children in your prayers. I like she what says. she said. I learned so much. So much. The and tongue of stuck the with it. You know, we've had many people that have been following us can, for can, many, many, many years. Can I look at one of these? One of these is so funny. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Oh. Uh, uh, well, well, I'm gonna find. Keep, keep, keep talking, Kathy. I'll find it in a minute. Well, I'll take. Oh, right here. Okay. It says Kathy. Oh, okay, Kathy. I, I just want to tell you that my grandkids begged me to read stories from your book, Jambalaya for the Soul. That I ain't didn't your write book. that book. <laughs> I wrote that no, book. You know what? You know what? <laughs> when they come to visit, we love you, Kathy and Jesse. You know, no, she no. steals all my stuff. No, no, you're, you you got to pay attention. You see, you read that wrong. Oh, I read and that wrong. And that's what a lot of people do. They read the Bible wrong. They're not listening. <laughs> the point is, is this came from a woman named Kathy. And this is written to you from a, another woman, not me, but from another woman named Kathy. And so it's how says, would you read? That's it? what this colon means, Kathy, and that means it came from Kathy. Okay. It says it just says this. I just wanted to tell you, meaning you, Jesse. <laughs> I knew He needs that. me to help him because I does, need that. No, I just you wanted did to get a not. rise out of her. You did not. <laughs> I have to help you here. That's why I'm here. I'm helping you. I'm Jump alive for the soul. It's a great he book. Says, I it just has. wanted to tell you that my grandkids <laughs> beg me. That they're talking to you. They knew this is from Kathy. I Thanks, see you put an interpretation here. That, no, because she says, we love you, Kathy and Jesse. So this is from a Kathy to a Kathy and a Jesse. Yes. Thank you for writing in. Anyway, by the way. Anyway, I have another better one. We just, well, okay, hurry up because we, we got to shut I down. I had that other one I wanted to read, too. That's okay. super. About, okay. Robert, this is for a boardroom chat for, oh, that was on YouTube uh, that they posted this comment. It says, I've been listening to Jesse since I was about 11 or 12. And I'm 31 now, and I just love the Duplantis family. I love the fact that both of these testimonies, the 32-year-old and this 31-year-old, have been with us and following the ministry all, all these years. years. And now they're, and people do it. And they're still getting ministered to, and that's what blesses us so much. And we'll close with this. You know why are we still here? Partners. People like you that support this ministry financially, my God. 100% of what you give goes in the world evangelism. Let me just say this. If, you, if you, you, you don't want to be a partner, don't be one. If you want to be a partner, be one. Hallelujah. You can do that. And 100% of what you give goes to the world evangelism. You want to give? You can go to our jdm.org. That's our website. Hit a donate button. If you don't want to, don't. You can give by PayPal. You can text to give. You can send an old-fashioned envelope with it. A check, and if you want to do that, they always have the it don't come to me. On the con on yeah, it the doesn't come post. to me. It, this goes to the work of the Lord Jesus Christ, and it's just simply that. That's just simply yeah. the truth. And our vision is reaching people, changing, changing lives, lives, one, one soul, soul at a time. Believe in the unbelievable, receiving the impossible, because it's doable. That's right. Thanks for joining me today. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, this is Jesse and Kathy. The other Kathy, <laughs> praise God, <laughs> Jesse and Kathy saying we love only. you. The one and only Kathy. We'll see you next time, okay? God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.